0: Hello there, you're listening to Ram Speaks. The way the year 2020 started bordered on the insane. For those in India, this effect was rather pronounced, starting from, the, from Kerala passing a resolution against the Citizenship Amendment Act, followed by the upping of the protests across the country, uh, Delhi Shaheen Bagh being the flagship of it, the incidents of dirty politics during the Delhi elections campaigning, to of course the novel coronavirus going on claiming thousands of lives. We're in March already and more and more people are suffering from coronavirus disease, the COVID-19. Thousands are dead and as the death toll increased, the government started taking measures to slow down the spread, hopefully to a halt. As the events unfolded, the government made announcements, people started panicking and the last time I went to a nearby supermarket, I saw people standing in queues at the counters with the carts loaded, which was unusual for the middle of the month. Shelves were empty, including those of vegetables with longer shelf lives. Panic buying is what this is called and it happens when people foresee a shortage of essentials and buy more than necessary so that they do not run out of those essentials. So how bad is COVID-19? Now to be fair, going by the numbers of lives the disease has claimed, the situation is bad and it's spreading really fast. As of recording this piece, the infection has hit about 2.5 lakh people, that's uh, that's about 250,000 and 10,000 have died. But on the positive note, 88,000 people, over 88,000 people have recovered. India has about 200 confirmed cases of infection, out of which 4 have died, one each in Karnataka, Maharashtra, Delhi and Punjab. But also 20 have recovered. When we stepped out of the uh, house during the weekend the 7th and the 8th of March, we saw a drastic decrease in the number of people out and about. Which changed, of course, last weekend because people were out buying. Now, supermarkets had half-shuttered and uh, when we went ahead and asked them why, they said the police had asked them to not open their shops for about a week. That explained why the likes of Big Basket and Super Daily were talking about delays in delivery. Everywhere you look today, sanitizers and masks are out of stock. Our regular flower vendor told us that the greens will not be available for some days because there is nothing in the uh, in the main market. While the concerned organizations are keeping an eye on the prices, we do see a short shortage in supply, right? No? <laughs> Items such as um, soaps, coffee, bottled beverages, toiletries, instant foods, all of these things come under what's known as fast moving consumer goods or FMCG. The companies that make these things said they have enough stock except that they're now working a little harder or a lot harder actually to get them delivered to the distributors and stores because of the sudden surge in demand. The other aspect of this situation is the increase in in in-home consumption. What is that? Now, now, those of us that work can work from home are working from home. If we'd been at work, we would have gone, eaten at the cafeteria, or walked to uh, the nearby restaurant, or uh, had a tea at the joint at the corner of the street or the you know the chai sutta point behind our office buildings. Now, with the offices shut, um, we're having all of that at home. So, all of us who used to consume things outside are now consuming those same things at home. How is this a problem? The problem is that these joints actually can buy stuff directly from the distributors but we have to go through the retail chain because you know that's the nature of it. Getting all of those things from the distributors to the retail market is actually a little bit of a challenge which of course these uh, all of these companies are trying to handle. Because of all of the lockdowns, the e-grocers and FMCG manufacturers have reported a surge of about 20% in demand. There was even a piece that I read um, this morning that said there has been a 100% increase in demand um, in some of the stores. I think it was a retail chain in Kolkata, if I'm not wrong. I could be. Now, the good thing about the online stores, of course, is that they can set a limit on who can buy how much of the goods. And this will stop people from unnecessarily stocking up on the essentials all that aside is panic buying justified i find it hard to answer it with the available information but i do understand why people want to panic buy what if the markets close all of our vendors stop selling what they sell we'd most certainly be in trouble right food is necessary for survival the uncertainty in how long it will take for the virus outbreak to die down, adds to the panic. But, is panic buying rational behavior? Turns out it is. (laughs) Despite the fact that we do behave a little irrationally sometimes. Look at, for example, um, the doctors and health workers have constantly told us throughout these last few months that wearing a mask is not going to help a healthy lay person. But you still see healthy people wearing a mask. The reason is that masks give you a sense of control, a sense of safety. This is the same as people roaming around the city with the, you know, the, the disposable masks um, in hopes that it would help them, you know, help protect them from, uh, from the pollution. Andy Yap, a professor of organizational behavior at the Singapore campus of InSeed Business School said even people who are queuing up in the supermarket line to buy toilet paper, they have no idea why they are buying toilet paper. They just see other people doing it and start doing it themselves because they are afraid they might lose out. This actually is rational behavior according to what is known as the Nash equilibrium in game theory. The other point is the reaction of the governments across the world. When governments make, make shock announcements or take drastic steps, it actually triggers panic in people. When people feel such a loss of control, they panic. Control is a fundamental human need. Since childhood, we, we condition ourselves to have control. And a situation like, a, like the virus spread, it actually makes us go into crisis mode. We, we, uh, we try desperately to regain control and panic buying of toilet paper staples and all of these essentials makes us feel in better control um, it makes us feel that we we are uh, we're prepared for it whether we're actually prepared or not it makes us feel we are Now the effect is more pronounced in those societies that you know that are that are individualistic in nature you know those societies that say um, every man for himself On the other hand, the societies that have trust in each other and the government and please, please distinguish politicians from the government. Um, I'm talking in the sense of the government being different from politicians, so please make that distinction here. So those societies which trust each other, you know, the people of the society who trust each other and, and the government, they Seem better equipped to handle this kind of situation. For example, look at look at how it happened in Kerala with with the Nipah virus. Kerala handled really well. Um, and and of course, um, I did hear somebody, a journalist, making a comment that uh, he was he or she was thankful that um, the Corona outbreak did not happen in India. I mean, it was an uninformed statement because if the Nipah virus had not been contained the way it had been contained, we would have lost a lot of people. A good chunk of human population would have been dead by now. Anyway, moving on. So, should we or should we not panic by? We're not individuals. We're a society. Beyond that, we're a nation. We're not alone. And we're not the most underprivileged. We have the elderly, the physically challenged, and all sorts of people in the society who are not, should I say, privileged as us, who can step out of the house, who are healthy, and uh, who can read and write. Shelves being empty tells us that the stores are working beyond their normal capacity. When one section of people overbuys, it actually puts a lot of pressure on the on the retail system the stores have to find a way to restock so they transfer the pressure on to the stockist and you know this chain goes on this chain of pressure goes on understand that we're not no more in the pre 80s India you know at least in the short term we're not going to face any issues Um, sourcing the consumables, the the essentials like food um, you know the grains and long shelf life vegetables and whatnot. At the same time you the individual cannot preserve consumables for a long period of time. This kind of defeats the whole purpose of stockpiling. Also you may end up wasting a lot of what you store. Your panic buying will cause a short-term supply shortage the others granted it's it's not uh it's in no way going to be life threatening or anything but why do something like that at all why at the cost of somebody else instead if nobody panics life will go on as as it used to everybody would have the necessity commodities for themselves because there's no shortage of the products themselves the challenge is just the logistics yeah So then what if the stores or markets close down for a week you know it's a lockdown again how much are you going to need for a week um but what if the shutdown extends here's why it's unlikely i mean that's really really unlikely and even if it does happen that all the stores do shut down well there are ways to um to deliver the goods Probably not in the conventional way, but we are a species <laughs> who has always succeeded in finding methods to do things. Now, for example, there is, there is uh, contactless delivery now available with these food um, delivery chains like Swiggy and uh, so on, right? They've already figured out a method to deliver food without the, the delivery person having to touch the customer okay so we would find some way or the other to achieve this kind of delivery the coronavirus is not transmitted by an airborne vector it spreads through touch so this is not the kind that you know you you would just get it you get it only if you have any sort of physical contact with somebody who is infected yeah and also Remember that once you do get infected, your body starts making what is known as antibodies to fight the virus. And once your immunity manages to fight the virus and stop the virus from multiplying, you get cured of the infection. And again, the virus cannot attack you anymore because your body will have those antibodies that will stop the virus from multiplying, yeah? The option that the, that the virus would have is find new hosts. People who have never been infected by the virus. And then some of those people would unfortunately die because that's the process of it. The rest of them, on the other hand, would develop immunity against that virus and they would kill the virus in their body. The virus that existed in the bodies of those people who died would die again because... The, the, a dead person cannot help a virus multiply. So, this is how every pandemic dies and Corona is no exception. Social distancing is the go-to measure for it. Along with that, we must also understand that we're all humans and all humans have human needs. Everybody does. It would be unfair on your part to live on at somebody else's cost. Not animals, some of those animalistic instincts that we have, they are no more relevant in this world, in this civilized world, where we can think about the others. We have the ability to do that. So let us be the fittest species that survives and not the fittest humans that survive. Let us find the everybody wins Nash equilibrium. Let us have some faith in the human system, the governmental organization, the non-governmental organizations, the the community, all of us. So I resolve that I will not panic by. I will be a good member of the community and share the responsibility because that's what we do We are all human beings we we're all a single community. We help each other out in such situations at least we put our all our differences aside and we help each other. I want everybody around me to survive. You included. I have nothing to achieve trying to save myself at the cost of others. Let us stand not for ourselves, but for each other. Let us stand together. We got this.